Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. This episode is brought to you by my very own man piece, Eric Sirianni. He has produced, edited, and mixed this podcast, and you can get at him at ericsiriani.com or click the link to his website in our show notes. Episode three, Healthy Food, The Frugal Friends Way. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. So let's get into seeing what the internet has to say about healthy food, because this episode is all about how to eat healthy on a budget in a frugal way. Yeah. So our first article is from rootandrevel.com and root and revel is a like a healthy eating blog. So uh and she has 30 ways to save money and eat healthy on a budget. So I liked a lot of these. My favorite one um, was to buy food and use food. Cause I'm a big proponent for mm. using the food that you buy mm. and, uh, using it either, um, at its peak in a recipe or, um, using it like, uh, like bananas when they go bad, uh, repurposing them into like banana bread or something, uh, or even when something gets past its prime, uh, we're making a compost so that we can start like a little garden. Uh, that's one of Travis's current projects. So I am all about optimizing food use. So how about you, Jill? I like that. And I must say, this is a domain that I have not conquered So I am learning right alongside the rest of them. But this week was really challenging for me to like read these articles and be thinking specifically about my food consumption and my food waste. So I appreciated that. And what you're saying about not wasting food, I really like it. I think I have some of my like go-to tricks and how I don't waste food and then other times I just totally, completely waste food and it gets thrown out. But my, yeah. it's become like 
It's become like a joke between Eric and I, because my go-to when I can't figure out what to do for dinner, I'm like, let's just buy a whole rotisserie chicken and (laughs) eat that. And then with the leftovers, I'll make chicken salad for lunch. And like, that's like my only, it was creative at one point and now it's just like my go-to. And so anytime I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to do. He's just like, let's just get a whole rotisserie chicken and then use the leftovers to make chicken salad. (laughs) Yeah, That's that's my only tip. We can't do that in our home because I don't eat chicken. But uh, yeah, so when, so for us, it's like eating cereal, which is so sad. <laughs> so, but we, um, yeah, Travis really enjoys cereal. That's actually what he ate tonight because I went out uh, with some coworkers. But um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of our go to, which isn't the healthiest and isn't appropriate for this. Uh, but that's that's real life. Yeah, that's you can't do everything perfectly. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and here's how we don't do it perfectly. It's all about balance, right? You do you optimize everything when you are capable. That way, when you are incapable, the times that you fail are less severe. So justification station. Uh That's that's (laughs) where I live. So, um, another one, speaking of not eating chicken, another one of her points was reducing animal product consumption. Mm -hmm. So I obviously resonate with that. Um, being a pescatarian, I don't eat anything that walks minus shrimp. (laughs) I think kind of walk. But oh. don't count that. Um, and I don't eat fish that often. But so I think one of the main reasons that we are able to keep our grocery budget really low, even though I buy a lot of produce and healthy grains, is because we don't eat meat. Because meat is the most expensive part of a grocery bill. And it's not that I'm against eating animal products, um, but it has been something that keeps our bill lower. And we'll eat eggs and um, cheese and you know all the stuff that vegetarians, like the animal products and stuff, but we, we don't buy like raw or cooked meat. So, um, yeah. but that's something yeah, that resonates. I mean, that's- I like that too in in this article, the reducing animal product, because I think even for people who aren't pescatarian or vegetarian or whatever else there there is that they've come up with these days, <laughs> we still consume more meat than we need to. Like it doesn't need to be the main course on our plate to give us like the nutrients and energy that we need. So while I am, while I eat meat, I, I definitely don't eat as much as I think a normal person. And that helps too. I had a friend who was in the unfortunate predicament of becoming a vegetarian because she made such little money. (laughs) 
sometimes that, I, it happens. That may be the reason why I became a vegetarian. I don't want to. I don't want to divulge any secrets, but I was in college. So maybe and there's a lot of mac and cheese and ramen in college. Yeah, um, like pasta and spaghetti sauce is super cheap. Super yeah. cheap. Not super healthy. So we're trying to pair the two now. (laughs) Healthy and frugal. (laughs) Um, I really liked number four, which was use the whole food. And at first I thought they were like, shop at Whole Foods. And I was like, no, they can't be saying that. (laughs) And sure enough, (laughs) I read more. Um, So basically like, really not throwing anything out of the, of the food product. And I mean, mm-hmm. some things, but, but we can utilize more of a veggie or a fruit than we realize. Um, and she gave some examples in the article. And one, one thing came to mind when I read that, I remember when I was in Thailand, I was helping some of the women cook who were like preparing this meal for a group of us. And they, they were using the stem of the broccoli, like all of the broccoli, the broccoli was going in, but also like the trunk of it. And they, they bought it, you know, big, um, you know, so there was like five inches of stem on the broccoli and they're chopping it up and putting it into the stew. And I had been eating it all that time, not realizing what it was. I'm just like, this is so good. It's like tender, but had this like sweetness to it. And then I realized that it was the stem of the broccoli. And I was like, Oh my word. Like we throw that out. Like you intentionally Mm -hmm. chop around the stem of it. And I'm like, I've been missing out on this sweet, tender goodness all this time. (laughs) That is the broccoli tree trunk. Like what in the world? And then you've been yeah, eating chicken I, and you could have been eating broccoli trunk. <laughs> broccoli trunk. Get into some broccoli trunk. I could <laughs> see that on a shirt, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. And so this article reminded me of that and how, yeah, I mean, take that broccoli trunk idea and just translate it to every other avenue of life and be like, can I eat this? Can I eat this? You know, pretend like we're foragers uh-huh. at the beginning yeah. of time and treat yeah. food like, well, is this edible? Do I just throw this away because the rest of society tells me to? Or like, can I eat this? You know, you mm-hmm. might get a few stomach bugs, but it'll be worth <laughs> it in the end. <laughs> and there are like recipes for how to use those things too. You don't have to just like throw them into your roasted <laughs> No, I'm like, picturing like taking all my clothes off, putting on like some leaves and sticks and I'm in the woods and I'm asking, can I eat it? That's what it's looking like. You don't have to be as weird as Jill about food. You can just... Throw stuff in a smoothie or maybe make a pesto. Some of the things that she recommends. Uh, <laughs> or you could uh, go like that and just throw that on and, and head out into the woods. Yeah. So, But yeah. it's up to you. However you want to approach this, you'll yeah. end up frugal either way. You really will. And you should tell us about it because especially if you're going out into the woods and foraging... 
in in whatever outfit Jill was just <laughs> describing. I don't think I'd last long. I think I'll put it that way. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I'll last I'd, long. But I mean, you'd look good doing it, Jill. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, one of the things that I did not like about this article um, was her suggestion for um, using those meal deliveries. Um, yeah. yeah, that was number 22, using a meal delivery kit. And she, so she suggests Sun Basket, which is a super healthy meal delivery kit. Um, but, and her argument is that you eliminate waste, which is true. You do eliminate waste, but at the sacrifice of spending more money to have that stuff shipped to you. And then you have the packaging waste that it causes, which some of it is recyclable and some of it is not. Like I've gotten a HelloFresh and it's like part of the whole thing is like ice packs and you can't recycle those. You just either reuse them or throw them away. So mm-hmm. it's if you want to use a meal delivery kit, it can still be frugal if your goal is to eliminate waste, but it's not necessarily um, a money saver mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was trying to come up with, with a lot of tips and tricks. And so I think like, it's also what's attainable to various pockets of population. But I agree with you. Like there's things that are appealing to it. And I'm not saying I would never do the meal delivery services. You know, it's fun. It can be like a good date night or just fun activity alone, whatever. But uh, you're definitely not saving money. However, if you're a person who's constantly going out to eat or ordering in, this probably, it it probably would be more cost effective than that. I think it depends on like the cost benefit analysis of like what your life currently looks like um, and how frugal you're trying to get. Yeah. So true. If you're like in one end of the spectrum and cooking scares you so much, then it definitely breaks down like the barrier to entry to like eating at home more. Mm -hmm. So that, so that can be good, but it's, um, yeah, so it's frugal in that sense. But if you've already graduated past uh, eating out multiple times a week, then probably not your best option. Was there like a hierarchy? I'm like hearing a hierarchy, like you graduate, you graduate mm-hmm. from doing that. Oh my goodness. I, have so much I feel like learn. there's always... There's a hierarchy for everything, I feel like. So there's always somebody like further down the line than you that's doing something. Like before I started thinking about spending less and I thought of people who shopped at Aldi or these like discount grocery stores, I was like, oh, I could never do that. That is just below my level Um, (laughs) or like too extreme. And... Then once you like try it out and stuff, then you just like get there. But there's always somebody ahead of you like forging the path. Mm-hmm. So another thing that stood out to me was just the drink water thing. I think that is a very healthy first step. I think so often we talk about 
yeah, just what it takes to be healthy. And then what, what's inexpensive. And this is like my go-to tip. Like I carry a water bottle with me everywhere I go. I'm drinking water all throughout the day. And not every other decision in my life is super healthy, but I think I've done that one thing right. And it (laughs) saves me money. Like I'm satisfied with water and I'm not spending money on sodas and juices. I am spending money on alcohol. Don't get me wrong. Um, (laughs) but you can't be perfect. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's the whole thing about wishing your water was wine during the middle of the day. (laughs) <laughs> is then that a whole thing yeah or is that, it just like a, a one one lingering wish is that just me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh yeah one of the things that i talk about in my book meal planning on a budget is like the scientific ways that you can buy less at the grocery store and so drinking water is one of them is when you're like hydrated fully, then you are not as hungry throughout the day. And so that means less snacking. And mm-hmm. so you don't need to budget in for as many snacks. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you're eating foods that are like high in fiber, um, then you can stay fuller longer and you can buy fewer or like less in quantity by buying like being focused on the fiber content of foods um and like other nutrients so yeah water is like a it. yeah it's a not just like a healthy decision um but like a budget conscious one and it's great for your skin mm-hmm. it, yeah if you want to like look young forever it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, which, which I do. I want to look young forever. <laughs> so I'm drinking water right now as I say that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> and also reaching for the wine. Yeah. You're literally drinking wine. So. <laughs> All right. We have another uh article for you guys. It's by Sustainable Baby Steps. And so neither of the articles that we chose today were necessarily personal finance articles. They're from food blogs because if you're going to talk about healthy food, I would rather talk about you know articles from people that are really focused on healthy food with maybe just like a slight you know one or two articles about how to save money on it. Um, because I know as a money saving writer, I am far more focused on the money saving aspect than the healthy aspect, even though I'm like trying to be healthy. But I know that these writers are, uh, they know what they're talking about health wise. So they're going to know where to cut corners and where not to, uh, even Mm -hmm. though I want to cut corners everywhere. So, yeah, <laughs> I like this combination. I think it's a good, a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. So, um, in this article, sustainable baby steps shows you how to save money, uh, with whole foods, um, and what you're saving, I guess what you're saving in money, you're paying in time. She gives the example that like, a bag of potato chips is usually only about 10 ounces. Um, so that's uh, 
like 0.62 pounds and you traditionally pay about $4 for a bag in the grocery store. So I guess that's like a jumbo bag of potatoes. Yeah. No, the $4 is for a bag of potato chips. Oh, so gotcha. you can get like five pounds, a five pound bag of potatoes for about $4. So I guess she's mm-hmm. just getting the nice potato chips. So, um, but you're getting over 500% more potato for the same price when you get a five pound bag of potatoes. Um, but you're paying in the time it takes you to make potatoes with those potato chips. So it's essentially when you, when we think of healthy foods, we think that they cost more, but they technically don't. You just have to actually spend the time. So pay with your time in like preparing, um, the fast food items that you would normally just get in a drive-thru or in a gas station. So that's kind of what I liked because I, in addition to budgeting my money, uh, I have to budget my time as well. So some things Mm -hmm. I have to pay more for at the sack, like, because I can't sacrifice my time in some places. Yeah. So yeah, I, when I read that, I was like, is she, does she actually make her own potato chips? Because in my mind, like a bag of potato chips, like in no way represents a potato to me. (laughs) I know (laughs) that they use potatoes for it, but like, you can't tell me like, just go back, buy a bag of potatoes instead. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's probably just an example because Mm -hmm. I would never, if I bought a bag of potatoes, potato chips are the last thing that I would make out of them. But it is if, I mean, if potato chips are what you want and you're, you know, optimizing your dollar, then clearly the five pound bag is what you go with. Even if you're not spending $4 for a bag of potato chips, because I don't know where she lives, but I also don't buy potato chips. So maybe they are $4 a bag. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, 99 cents at all the... For sure, yeah. If you're a potato chip fiend, maybe that's where you should shop. Yeah. But I think if you're, I think if you eat food, you should shop at Aldi. But that's, uh, we, we can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side 
curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. How about you, Jill? What do you think? Yeah, I liked her list of healthy and generally inexpensive. And then some of the ideas that she gave along with each of those ingredients or products and how you can use them. So like, you know, she Mm -hmm. said celery, like celery is healthy. It's not expensive. And ants on a log, like who who wouldn't want an ant on the log? You know, it's a throwback to childhood. It's a crowd pleaser. Um, and oatmeal, like she just listed off all these different apples, bananas, like these, these items that you can get relatively inexpensive, still, you know, maybe even organic that are healthy, but aren't going to cost you a fortune and how those can become your staples. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And oatmeal is one of those that like, I always forget about it. I don't know why I forget about oatmeal and obviously not like, not the packets with that's like half sugar, but just like straight up oatmeal and cook it up and it's cheap and it's good. Even overnight oats. We do a lot of overnight oats. Uh, they're like good in the summer when it gets hot. Mm. Um, and even in the winter, like we rarely do cooked oats, but it's a quick breakfast that you can just pull out of the fridge in the morning. And I think it's all about like just changing your go-tos. Like you don't have to, um, totally change everything you're making. Uh, but just replacing a few of those unhealthy go-tos with some healthy ones. And, uh, she does a good job in kind of explaining in what capacity you can change those. Yeah. Yeah. And I also liked her challenge to make your own. I think that this has been something I've been practicing a little bit more lately. Um, in particular salad dressings, like I find that my salad Mm -hmm. dressings are healthier, more cost effective and good. Like just some oil and vinegar and spices and garlic. And oh man, it's so good. Yeah. It's not that hard either. And you can make more for later, like however long your salad's going to last that, or your Mm -hmm. bag of lettuce, you can make a dressing that lasts that long. Yeah. So some of these like condiments that, you know, you spend money on here and there, if you can figure out a way to, to make your own hummus, you know, what, whatever you name it, it starts to make me think like, in what other ways can I be making my own instead of buying it, which goes along with another thing she talked about, which was learning how to cook. (laughs) (laughs) Which (laughs) For some, it just might be tweaking skills for other, it just might be an all out learning how to cook. But I think so much of why, you know, we can like turn up our noses to healthy food is because we don't know how to make it well and like make it Mm -hmm. taste good. You know, the the friends that I have who are really good cooks are generally also very healthy with the ingredients that they choose. And I am like floored. I'm like, holy moly, I could eat this food all day, every day. If I knew how to make it like this, this is incredible. Like the things these folks are doing with cauliflower these days, (laughs) 
It's amazing. So I yeah, bought a head of cauliflower and it's still sitting in my fridge, but I'm I'm hoping to get creative. I can do I can do some good things with cauliflower. Um we do a like a like an orange like orange chicken, but like do orange cauliflower. Ooh. Just bread it a little bit and like bake it and then toss it in some sauce. Um, so the sauce isn't like the healthiest, but then you take out like a little bit of the unhealthiness from frying it and replace cauliflower with the chicken. And yeah, I had no idea. And like, hold your butt for this one. I had cauliflower tacos recently. Oh yes. I've had had the meat and then this slaw and then, Oh, like shredded carrots. I don't even know. I was I was in I was in another dimension. It was it's, so yeah. incredible, like more incredible than any other taco I've ever had. You know, <laughs> not to mention that it was cauliflower, and I'm not one of those people who is like it tastes like regular chicken. Like, no, it was it was on another playing field. Like, it's not like it was trying to compete with me. And and I'm not one of those people who's going to say that like turkey bacon tastes like bacon because no, you're just wrong. You haven't, you've been too far out of the game of bacon. If you think turkey bacon tastes like bacon. <laughs> so just for a frame of reference for people who are listening and are just like, so that you understand, <laughs> where we're I'm not completely crazy. I know that bacon <laughs> is the best thing on the planet and it doesn't taste like turkey bacon. So that that's the reference point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way. I can respect that. Yeah, I know. I'm so I'm so sad that you're not there. But you know what? It's the differences that bind us together. I don't know. I don't know what people uh, say. Yeah, it's fine. You can feel sorry for me. It's okay. <laughs> I I actually like didn't really like bacon when I ate meat. So I guess it was just fine for me to stop eating meat because uh everyone would have looked at me weird anyway. <laughs> So freeze it up better. for the rest of us. Yeah, it was better for me to just like cut it out altogether. Yeah. How'd you so, feel about hot dogs? I actually enjoyed me a hot dog. Oh yes, um, you're a girl after my own heart. But uh it's good there to hear was, you say that. So in college there was a guy that sold vegan hot dogs. And this may have been another <laughs> reason why I went vegetarian. Because he had this stand in downtown. He would open up at like midnight and sell vegan hot dogs with like sauerkraut and like um, just all these like good toppings. Yeah. And they were just as good as regular hot dogs. And um, my Lord, I miss those days. Oh, so. Gotta get you a vegan hot dog. You have to get me a <laughs> vegan hot dog stand with this vegan <laughs> hot dog guy. I swear if I'm ever if I'm ever in Orlando for any reason past midnight, I probably would buy three. <laughs> Why does it have to be past midnight? Because that's when he opens. Because oh. it's like a downtown like drunk people thing. Because there's actually like a lot of vegan vegetarians in Orlando. I think, I guess. So drunk vegans needing their hot dogs. Yes, yes. Jill, how do you feel? I know that in when we're talking about healthy food, the topic of organic produce always comes up. Yeah. And um 
some people are really passionate about it and some people don't care at all. But I feel like there is a balance that we can achieve while still being frugal. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. And again, this is, this is my growth edge. <laughs> like I'm not great at food. I'm not great at planning ahead. I'm not great at shopping. So take this one with a grain of salt. But I think the approach that I have always appreciated is the buy organic where it counts, but otherwise it don't worry about it that much. If you don't have the money, like that's where I've landed right now. I don't know. That could change in the future. Um, but I know that I've heard of like, you know, the dirty dozen, the clean 15. And I think they talked about that in the root and revel article. They might've talked mm-hmm. about it in both articles, but I know it was in the root and revel or where it lists out what those things are. And so basically, you know, the products where you're going to eat the skin or have a very thin layer of skin, um, that that is more important to buy organic than the products that have like the thicker skin that you peel off. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I land on it. Um, I appreciate that balance, but I also don't lose sleep over the way that I shop. Mm-hmm. How about you? I don't buy much organic. Uh, if I buy milk, then I will buy that organic. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as vegetables go, I just make it a point to wash it before I use it. And, um, my father-in-law is a farmer. So, and he is not an organic farmer, but he is, is pretty like pretty adamant that the only like safe food that you can eat is like the food that you grow yourself. Like if it's, uh, even if it's organic, you kind of still have to use some like you know, intense stuff to like keep bugs away and stuff. So, um, and, and also I, I don't know if this is true, but like you run the risk of contamination from farms that use pesticides. So, um, like I can't confirm that personally, but it's, if you're buying food from like a large scale operation, then you don't know what's on it, whether you're buying it organic or not. Mm -hmm. Um, So unless it's from a small farm that you know, uh, or you're growing it in your own backyard, if you're that committed to buying or to being organic, then that's kind of where you have to go. And then in which case I feel like the uh, Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15 are things that you should really pay attention to. And you have to make some sacrifices. You can't buy every fruit and vegetable that's out there or make extravagant recipes if you're trying to stick to a budget and eat organic. Mm-hmm. You just have to there are vegetables you will have to sacrifice mm-hmm. uh for the sake of the budget. Agreed. But one place that I can always find affordable organic food uh is Aldi. And that is really the only place that I would buy organic produce or dairy or anything because it is a normal price versus an obnoxious like extra mm-hmm. like premium. Mm-hmm. It still is so shocking and yes, I will like I will 
sing all these praises till the cows come home. But even still, like there are times when the organic price is literally double or triple Mm -hmm. what the regular Mm -hmm. price is. And so like the frugal part of me is like, holy moly, why wouldn't I go for the cheaper? Like I'm always looking at like the unit price and like how much am I actually paying per pound and what's the better deal? And so it's Uh tough to make that decision on something that you're like, I don't know. Is it affecting me? Isn't it affecting me? I don't know what it's doing. And I'm not going to know for years and years from now. It's like, for me, that's just where I'm at with it. And again, I think, yeah, the dirty dozen clean 15 is a good rule of thumb, but it's tough when, yeah, when the organic is that much more expensive, even if you're only talking, Oh, $3 for this bag of such and such. And the non-organic is 89 cents. (laughs) Yes. I was in Aldi on Sunday and, uh, the strawberries were on sale for 99 cents and then organic strawberries were three 69. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's something you have to, decide what is most important to you. And that's the essence of frugality is spending intentionally. So if food is what is most important to you and you decide that you will give up other things to pay the premium for organic, then you should do that. Um, But know that you're paying that premium, like admit that and then decide what is going to give. Yeah. So it's just a, a... decision Mm -hmm. to pick something else over something else. And that's it. And I think on the flip side of that, I think hardcore organic shoppers would argue and people who don't do it are going to pay the medical bills on the flip side. So Mm -hmm. time will tell. (laughs) Yeah. But honestly, I think if you're going to be shopping somewhere and you're going to be choosing whole foods over packaged foods, and you know, avoiding the chemical crap storms of fat-free and low-fat and free this, free that. Mm-hmm. I think if you're just buying, if you're focused on buying whole foods and using those whole foods, I think you're going to be better off. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you can lose that battle. But good word. Yeah, I, time will tell. I guess I could be proven wrong. Let's stick on the topic of Aldi because... So I had uh, a girl come up to me at church on Sunday. And um, after reading my book that I referenced earlier, she said, I made my first trip to Aldi this weekend. And I was blown away by how much money I saved. Uh, She said what she got for $30, she would have spent... Uh, $70 on at the regular grocery store she shops at. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so, so then did you tell her like, give me your extra 40 then? <laughs> I should have. Uh, like, are you going to, so you're going to buy me like dinner with the extra? You're welcome. <laughs> um, but like, I'm like also thinking about all of the other. So aside from like produce, You can also buy like really good quality cheeses and you can buy the better quality dairy and um, like the better quality oil or or whatever it is that you choose to buy. 
um, you can choose to buy the healthier type because mm-hmm. of the amount you're saving mm-hmm. at Aldi. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, whether you're going organic or not, like even more the organic is, is still a great price compared to other stores. And like, yeah, great frozen foods. Great. Just, mm-hmm. just great. There, yeah. there are a few things that if I'm making a specialty recipe, I, I can't always find at Aldi, but it is worth it to still make Aldi my main place and then mm-hmm. swing by those other grocery stores, you know, when I have time to pick up that, that item that, you know, Aldi just doesn't have in stock, but overall, man, it's a killer place. Yeah. It's definitely worth tailoring my meal planning and my recipes around what I know mm-hmm. Aldi carries. Yeah. And it can be a little nerve wracking if you've never shopped there. I think some people get overwhelmed. I mean, I see people before they even get into the store be overwhelmed by the cart situation, <laughs> having to uh, remember your own bags and then remember a quarter. Um, but like with anything like budgeting related or anything that has a good outcome, you just have to practice and you just have to like dive in and do it. Um, and then mess up and then do it better. Yeah. So do you have like a large population around you that's like not gone to Aldi? Surprisingly, yes. And it's crazy because we live in a pretty like urban suburban area that has quite a few Aldis. Like we have at least six or seven, um, you know, within a 45 minute vicinity from us. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, not hard to come by. And I know that not everybody has an Aldi near them. So, I mean, there are definitely alternatives. There's Lidl, there's Save-A-Lot. There are a few others like in the Midwest that I'm forgetting. But uh, like, I think the point is to to try it, Mm -hmm. even if it seems a little scary because it could yield like a fantastic money saving outcome. Like it's so, so good. And even just so what, what would you get there and what wouldn't you get there? Like I know some people still can't give up, you know, certain grocery stores for whatever reason, but discover like, Oh, but all these, my place for, for this thing. Um, and even checking out your area for other discount grocery stores that may be like a mom and pop establishment. Like mm-hmm. we've got a couple around here. I know we took you, Jen, and Trap, oh my gosh, yeah, one near us. Um, it's called Swan's Pantry, but basically it's like scratch and dent products that maybe are about to to expire. And so some people are like, oh, that's weird. I'm not going to do it. Okay, fine. But go and see what you find and what you are comfortable buying. Like I know some Uh people are like, I'm never going to buy a dented can because you don't know if that could have meant that the food went bad. Fine. Don't buy the dented can. However, there's like all these products named brand stuff, named brand frozen foods or whatever that, you know, the grocery store is just trying to push off their shelves or never made it to the grocery store for whatever reason. Um, had really discounted prices. Like we'll get naked juices and, you know, these products that are normally a lot of money. It's like 
$4 for a naked juice we get for 99 cents that are going to expire in a month from now. So, um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. That place is magical, Jill. And I still dream about it. Oh Oh my gosh. I can't wait to visit exotic Pennsylvania just to go to Swan's Pantry. (laughs) And the people around me are probably like Swan's Pantry, but man, (laughs) it is a diamond in the rough. It is. And you don't know the stuff like, and these places are usually holes in the wall. Um, but I think using like, um, things like Yelp or like other local rating systems, you can usually find diamonds in the rough. Um, and you can usually filter stuff out through there. If you're too nervous, if it's like in a weird, like sketchy part of town or something, um, you can, you can use like ratings, websites to see if it's worth your time to check it out too. You're so good at that. You came here and you were discovering things in our area that I had no idea existed. I'm like, where are you? What is this site you're on? I've heard of Yelp, but who knows? Yeah. I'm just trying to optimize my time. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about optimizing because time is as precious as money and Yelp, uh, optimizes both for me. I like it. I heart Yelp. <laughs> so. Uh, so it's time for our Bill of the Week segment. Yes. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen and Jillian. Has anyone started calling you guys JJ yet? I feel like we should make that happen. Anyway, this is Catherine and I have a Bill of the Week for you. My husband and I just paid our rent. And this is my favorite bill I've ever paid because we just moved from a one-bedroom house to a, no, excuse me, from a one-bedroom apartment to a three-bedroom house. It's a whole boatload more of money a month, but we can afford it. And it feels fantastic to know it's budgeted and it's covered. I love what you guys are doing. I'm a huge fan of frugality. It's the reason that we can afford this new place. And it feels great to pay all my bills like this. Bye, guys. That's awesome, Catherine. Congratulations. <laughs> I like how she came up with the J&J. J&J. Trying to invent something new. It sounds like um, a place you'd get ice cream from. A JJ. If you have a bill that you like, whether it be a rent bill like Catherine or a dog named bill like last week, uh, we want to hear about it. So... Visit frugalfriendspodcast.com and uh, you'll see our Bill of the Week Google voicemail number. Give us a ring. Moving on. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? 
Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Let's wrap it up for the week with some practical tips for eating healthy. Um, number one, eating healthy is cheaper, but you pay in time and taste. Uh, so mm. obviously we we mentioned before that obviously you pay in time. And then while you're learning to cook, um, which I have been diligently cooking and meal planning for two and a half years, and I'm still learning how to cook. You can ask Travis. Uh, sometimes you pay in taste. So that's just a thing. That's <laughs> um, just a thing you got to go through. Yeah. And just if, learn your condiments that you like. Just some hot sauce or sure. sriracha or sweet baby rays, whatever it is. Just put that stuff on it. Yeah. And even if it's not the healthiest at first, <laughs> while you refine your skills, um, some, you know, some cheap sauces can do yeah. some extreme magic. So yeah, don't be afraid of them. It at least saves you money from not throwing it in the trash and mm-hmm. getting takeout. <laughs> mm-hmm. So true. Um, also, uh, in budgeting time, um, meal planning and meal prepping is key. So planning your meals so that when you come home, you know exactly what's for dinner and you don't have to think about, you don't have to ask that like over ask question. Like, what do you want? Well, what do you want? Anything you want? Anything you want? <laughs> um, are you like tapping our phone lines, Jen? No, <laughs> they're just every just, night for Eric yeah. and I. We're just saying the same things over here. So, um, so meal planning eliminates that question, and it literally takes like fifteen minutes to just look on Pinterest and say, "I'm going to have this, this, and this," and. Um, and then once you buy the stuff at the grocery store, pre-prepping it, um, there most things will keep for five days of like, you know, if you pre-chop it or something or pre pre-make something. So some people will go extreme. They'll cook one thing and eat it throughout the entire week, or they'll cook all their meals and, and eat it. I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll the extent that I'll go is just like pre-chopping some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and that'll take me like an hour or two after I grocery shop. And I don't do it every week. Um, not perfect. Didn't do it this week. But most weeks I try as soon as I come home from the grocery store, I'm like, I have my chopping board out and I'm like chopping in. How about you, Jill? Any meal prepping or planning? Yeah. When I'm on top of things, I find that it does go a lot better when I come straight home from the grocery store and I chop things up. Like I'm more likely to eat the lettuce 
if it's already like cut up in the bowl. Um, so kind of like setting myself up in that way. But I also have found for me, and I don't do this that often, but again, when I do, it's phenomenal. I will get together with a friend and we will make meals together. So like I'll make three or four meals, she'll make three or four meals in the same space. So it's like, we're hanging out, we're having fun cooking, and then we split all of our meals. So, you know, what I normally make is too much food for two people. And then we get tired of leftovers. So it's like this great solution for that. So I make three or four meals, but I walk away with, you know, six to eight meals and and same for Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, we have made them so that most of them are freezable because a lot of times my life is like, I have no idea what, what tonight is going to look like much less tomorrow. So because that's part of my problem is, you know, remembering to like thaw food, get it out the night before, all that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So this is, I've already got all these meals in the freezer so I can pull them out and, and defrost them or, you know, just throw them in the oven or whatever when I get home and there's a meal. So I think it's also just like learning your lifestyle and trying the thing, trying a bunch of things out and learning what works. Um, and recognizing that like different seasons of life will bring different solutions for you. Like that has worked for a really insane time of life where I don't have literally any time. So I get together like one afternoon a month and just make a ton of meals that go in my freezer. So Yes. And freeze your meals. They don't just save on time, but they also like if your freezer is packed, it takes your refrigerator less work, like less energy mm-hmm. to continue running it. So that's another perk about having freezer meals. And you know what's in them. They're fresh. They're healthy. There's no hidden preservatives. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea that you said of cooking with a friend because there are so many people that do not eat leftovers and they use it as an excuse to like not be frugal. Mm-hmm. And it's not true. You don't have to. There's always an alternative, um, like doing like freezer meal swapping mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. And it's it's a testament like I will eat leftovers for like one day after, but that's pretty much my limit. Mm-hmm. And so there's still ways that you can make a bunch of meals, save time, save energy throughout the week, uh, and, and limit eating out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we have for you this week. Um, go forth and eat healthy. We would love to know that your, uh, healthy tips and tricks for a follow-up episode uh, food is in our lives every day. So obviously we're going to spend more time talking about it. This was just kind of, uh, the tip of the iceberg for food. Yeah. I'm hungry oh. now. You want a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> I want a vegan hot dog. <laughs> All right. I'm Jill. I'm, I'm not Jill. I'm Jen. And, uh, with my co-host Jill and uh that's that's it for frugal friends this week that's it that's all that's all we got this week all right happy eating have a good one eat healthy 
Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.